Hello and welcome to Books at Queen's. My name is Jacob McDonald, and this podcast series is all about the people in the Queen's community and the books they have found inspiring. Today, I'd like you to meet Stephanie Simpson. Stephanie has chosen to share with us Letters from Birmingham Jail by Martin Luther King Jr. My name is Stephanie Simpson, and I'm Executive Director of the Equity and Human Rights Offices and the University's Advisor on Equity. I'm a Queen's alumna, and I've worked in equity and human rights in various capacities for the past 22 years. In my current role, I oversee both the equity and human rights operations at the university, ensuring that Queen's is meeting equity objectives and obligations with respect to employment equity, educational equity, and accessibility for persons with disabilities. Our human rights advisors are there to provide Queen's community members with advice, resources, and education on issues related to gender and sexual diversity, anti-racism, sexual harassment and violence prevention, and any of the protected statuses enumerated under human rights legislation. Overall, we're here to support equity-seeking community members and to advise and assist the university in becoming a welcoming and inclusive space. The book I've chosen to speak about was gifted to me by iconic African-American artist and civil rights activist Faith Ringgold. It's an illustrated edition of Martin Luther King Jr.'s Letter from Birmingham City Jail, published by the Limited Editions Club of New York. There's a story behind how I came to have the book. About five years ago, the Human Rights Office was celebrating its 20th anniversary on campus, and we invited Ms. Ringgold to come and be our keynote speaker on the theme of arts and social justice. Needless to say, we were thrilled and honoured to have such an important and celebrated figure at Queen's. I was meeting with Ms. Ringgold over breakfast one morning while she was visiting, and she casually told me that she had a present to give me and my daughters before she left Kingston. I was astonished when she pulled out the illustrated letter. The book is large and heavy, presented in a red linen case and itself bound in red linen with hand-stitched pages. It features eight serograph prints by Ms. Ringgold depicting various moments in the American Civil Rights Movement. There are only 420 copies of this limited edition in existence, and the copy Ms. Ringgold gave to me was from her private collection. The book holds deep meaning for me, obviously, because of the personal connection, but also because of the rare artwork it contains. The illustrations bring Dr. King's letter to life with a raw emotional power characteristic of Ms. Ringgold's work. There are the white church people listening to a sermon, while the terror being visited upon the black population visible through the church's stained glass windows continues outside. There are the elderly black domestic workers walking in defiance of the segregated buses. And there is what Ms. Ringgold told me is her favorite painting, the one with the spirits of the four little girls killed in the bombing of the 16th Street Baptist Church, soaring above the smoldering violence and hatred of Birmingham City. This book has also caused me to reflect more deeply on one of Martin Luther King Jr.'s most well-known pieces of writing and the lessons it contains for those of us who continue to work for social justice. King's letter was written while he was imprisoned for participating in civil disobedience aimed at desegregation. It was in response to a letter published in the papers by Christian church ministers who publicly criticized King and civil rights activists for being outside agitators. King responds with an eloquent defense of direct action and a moral responsibilities to break laws that are oppressive and unjust. 
It was a reminder to his colleagues that remedies for centuries-old injustice could not wait for what those who benefited from racism considered ideal conditions. King's letter reminds us that struggles for social justice, while often looked at nostalgically once they have been won, are indeed struggles that involve pain and sacrifice. There is nothing easy about speaking out, organizing, enduring media attacks, and worse, in the cause of creating a more humane society in which all people can participate with dignity. The illustrated letter from Birmingham City Jail inspires me and makes me grateful for those in our own country who take courageous stands in the face of inequity. Thank you for listening to this episode of Books at Queens. And thank you to Stephanie Simpson for the introduction to Letters from Birmingham Jail by Martin Luther King Jr. My name is Jacob McDonald, and Books at Queens is a project of students in Music 156, Introduction to Digital Audio Recording, Editing, and Mixing, in collaboration with Queens Library and CFRC Radio. And producer of this series is Music 156 instructor Matt Rogalski. You can find other episodes of this podcast and links to all CFRC Radio's programming at cfrc.ca. Thanks again for listening, and bye for now. This show is produced in collaboration with CFRC at Queen's University, Kingston, Ontario, with infrastructure support from Queen's Faculty of Engineering and Applied Science. CFRC is located on traditional Anishinaabe and Haudenosaunee territory. Find more great podcasts at podcasts.cfrc.ca.